Derek's annoying intro, take one. <laughs> Welcome to Hang On Your Hat, episode 16, and we are stoked to have Bob Flower, legendary stonemason, not a former crusty demon uh, motocross champion of the world. <laughs> no, this is true. <laughs> and I still don't know where that came from. And father of three, grown kids. This is mm. going to be grouse. Let's hear about his adventures. Welcome to the studio, Bob. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Dan, you can say something if you want. Am I allowed to speak now, Derek? Yeah. <sighs> Daddy, you're a naughty boy. These days, fatherhood is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Not that blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. <laughs> Derek Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. <laughs> Three children. Jesus H. Christ. Dan has been... A, he said he's he said he's uh, evil target sites on people with one children, and he wants to he wants to they need to know the word of the Lord, and they need to understand how hard two is. I said I said, but, what, what did I say? To, one is compared to two, one is like none at all. Exactly, yeah, but, well, it's like, but three but apparently. Three, no, one was always construed as the walking talking toy. Yeah, right. You know, because it was just. And indulgence. Look at him. Look yeah. at her. She's lovely. You know, yeah. Or when you see a particularly male Somebody new, to keep new, new parent pump. walking into a room with yeah. a baby in their arms, it's shocking. It's just like, look at me, Mr. Fertile, instructable. <laughs> yes, I can produce babies. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've got one baby and you think you rule the world. That's it. Mm. Two, everyone said two's like double. I yeah. don't think it is. You didn't think two was, no. was a big step up in... No. in well, 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 tell us about three. Same again. I don't know. I must be blessed. No, you're not normal. You're not normal. You're not. You're not. You're not giving me what I need, Bob. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're telling me you, you're showing you, diversity. You found it all quite. I mean, it's it's great. I, we we love it. But this, you didn't find a lot of stress or oh shit, yeah, or divvy, stress. Or you just yeah. But it's not. It's not terrible. Right. It's, and there's like the good shit far outweighs the bad. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, the sleepless nights and stuff. But yeah. my kids went straight on formula, which was like, they had the colostrum. Yeah. Which is what, two weeks, a week? Yeah, I'm not sure. Before the milk comes. And then, um, you know, we fended off the uh, breast Nazis. Yeah. Because like the kids just weren't feeding. Charlie was, yeah. he couldn't get enough grub. And the first time, like my mum was useless, but my auntie said, oh, why don't you try formula? And we're going, what's that? And she said, oh, it's this. So we went down to Chemist, bought sterilizer, the bottles, the formula, and gave Charlie a bottle of formula, which is probably the first time he'd had enough to eat. Mm. Fell straight to sleep, and I thought he died. <laughs> so I kept poking him. <laughs> yeah. so like, I think he's dead. Because <laughs> he just, like, his cheeks went rosy, and he was warm, and I think he slept for 12 hours or something. Yeah, wow. He just needed a good feed. Yeah. That's the rules can really fuck you up. You know, they don't, they don't take into account when something's going wrong. It's something that I w was quite aware of when we went to the birthing centre. And just the way they talk, even the professionals and the midwives talk about what's best. Mm. Yeah. But they don't, they don't sort of, they go, oh, what's best? You've got to take the baby and put it straight on the boob. You've got all these things that are better. Yeah, they are better. Yeah. But only they don't allow work. for the fact that in the, in only 20% of the situation, all of those things are going to come true. Yeah. So you, you're left feeling feeling guilty. Yeah. Like you said, the, they the have milk to, Nazis, the breast Nazis. Mm. Yeah, and they have to take account of the people who it just it's just not going to happen. And because the stress for the mother then trying to do it and the stress for everyone and the baby not feeding, yeah, yeah. all holding on to this dream that they can't achieve is not is yeah, doing more harm than good. Yeah, it's one thing that I never mentioned <clears> is that uh, it can go wrong. It does often go yeah. wrong. For yeah. many people, but you never talk about that. You know, oh, you know, babies are great. Giving birth is a magical thing. It can be really awful. Yeah. yeah. But maybe there's a reason why we don't talk about it. Maybe it's a built-in thousand-year-old kind of vibe because otherwise, number one, people won't do it. 
Well, that's right. That's um, why they say if it, men had to give birth, we wouldn't have this conversation not right no, now. That's right. We're not sitting anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be all C-section. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Honeymoon free planned <laughs> C-section, no doubt about My it. My ghoulies are hanging in tatters. I'm not having that. <laughs> we were sorry. <laughs> we were talking. <laughs> Yours might be. <laughs> oh, I'm in a dreadful state down there after the vasectomy. Yeah. No, no, it was a very simple operation. Procedure even, not even an operation. Have you but had let's one? not get in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. He kept like, running away. Every, every, <laughs> so I told me, men, men look at me and you can just see that this thing flashing in their eyes like, this guy's had his balls cut off. No, no, no. I know no, what a vasectomy no, is. You know. I, just, I just thought you were in the middle of having a family. That was all. No, I've got, we've well, got two. And then, oh, have you? But I, there, was a, there was a hasty vasectomy. Was there? Uh, after the second. He's one. old as fuck. It's just, it's, I'm too old. Yeah. Too well, I'm... Well, Karen always wanted me to get one after Charlie, mm. and I just explained. I said, "Well, what if I leave and I need we had, want to have more kids?" Yeah. What about my <laughs> midlife? What about my midlife crisis when I start a new family with a twenty-three-year-old model? That's right. <laughs> Which is not too far away. Yeah, it's coming up. So I'm interested, Bob, if I can jump back yep. to when we were saying how stressful three, and you're saying it wasn't. Do you think there might be a relationship to some old? Let's face it, you're. You're a stonemason. I'm not. What level of stonemason did you get to? What? Like you're the boss of stonemasons, or you know, like you're. No, I, I'm, I'm not allowed to say master because that's a special. Oh yeah, master's like vernacular. You, yeah, it is. It's easy to look up as well. Um, what? I, good, I suppose. But was the level I got but to? It, and and that's a discipline, and it's an old fashioned. It can't get more old fashioned than that. For God's sake. For the sake of my ignorance, this is more than just laying stone. This is actually cutting stone and chiselling stone. Yeah, stone carving. So it's architectural. So we'd uh, restore churches, cathedrals. Oh, right, wow, yeah. I'm trying to get at a – make a link between physical work and satisfaction and and that sense that you enjoy the work. No. Shouldn't just assume. No. Fucking hell! Oh. No, it's a good theory. That's where my theory, theory falls to the ground. <laughs> no, but work isn't often enjoyed, is it? And it's more about the people you work with and the situations. Yeah, yeah. but but you you're doing physical work. You're creating something. You can be proud. No, it's like it's not oh, creative. Fuck. Come okay. on, man. <laughs> no people think that. It's, oh, you know, you're you're a stone carver. You're you've always had an artistic, and you go like, it, it's not artistic. You know, if you're in conservation and restoration, you have to do as is. So, like, if you've got historical evidence, you have to make it exactly as it was. So there's no, you know, you can't get up there and go, do you know what, <laughs> I might do this instead. Can't no. do it. Yeah, so you've got to follow these parameters yeah. and stuff. I mean, I did have a sculpture studio in Essex, which I enjoyed, which is, you know, just doing what I want. Oh, mm. so you are artistic? Well, I can be, yeah. Well, yeah. Did you ever make anything particularly elaborate though, like like gargoyles or shit like that for yeah. churches? No shit. Yeah. And and what would you base that? Like, how do you start with something like that? Is it just pictorial? No, there's evidence. Like evidence. You know, if you get up on top of St Pat's, yeah, there's just tons of it. Right. So and, and it's all by the usually by the same carvers because mm. masonry and carving used to be separate. They used right. to be in separate studios. Um, and you can pick people's work. Like you can in any other, mm. because they did have freedom of expression. I know I'm going back on myself because they were, it was the first work. Yes. yes. So if you're replacing the first work, you have to do what the first work was. True. You to have the to copy thing, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But what about Notre Dame? What about Notre Dame? Because aren't they talking about you know like for instance if you if you pull down a terrace house in Fitzroy, you're not allowed to build what looks like a terrace house in Fitzroy. Totally not allowed to build it. You have to build some grotesque, Modern. Uh, corrugated iron, freaked out shit thing, mm. right, with paper-thin walls. That's the law of the, the city law? of Yarra because you can't f- – they're more protective about faking the original thing. Well, but don't they have overlays? I mean, when I've worked on this. Well, no, no, no. If, if, the, if, if you do bring the terrace down mm. – By mistake. You're not allowed to build a fake terrace house, a f- fake Victorian house. You can't fake an era. That's Which would be interesting. It would be great when they from can't scratch, fake 90s shit apartments. Well, that's why they do facade in Victoria. Yeah, yeah. So so in that sense that um, I understand if a, if you're restoring a joint and there's 13 gargoyles and there's meant to be 14, you're there making an identical gargoyle, right? But when Notre Dame come down, what's going on there? 
I noticed they had a church service in there last week, the first mass. Oh, they were wearing helmets. Wearing helmets. Did you the see fish. that, Dan? The fish's helmet. <laughs> Bishop's hats Helm- have always helmets, been funny. Like, <laughs> like, like helmets in a church is like, he's, he's going to say something really controversial and God's going to... like Now wait, put your helmets on before I say this. Before the lightning bolts come down. Dan, Bob was telling me a little bit yep. in our private time Ooh. about <laughs> a, a few weeks back about Notre Dame and the actual stone, the effect of the stones and what happened with that fire. Maybe our father fathers might like to know what that's all about. No, I just said that... Do they have to pull it all down? Or? No. No, it, just stone can be compromised through heat. Yep. Because it expands and cracks. and So you just have to get up and do a survey. But it's funny that it should burn down in the middle of a restoration. Mm. Do they have any idea what, what happened? It, I think it was a... Wasn't it some form of wiring thing? They all went smoko and... I can't believe that happened. Like... It seems like that's something that happens a hundred years ago, not now. Like that have so many protections. Hundred years place. ago, what with the circuit board? Well, <laughs> yeah, no, not that. But just you know, like I thought with with, with places of such significance, now they have so much um, protection against that. Yeah. I would have thought it seems like. Yeah, it seems ironic. It's crazy. But, yeah. So do they? They'll have to. A lot of stonemasons will be. I don't working. know. Well, I don't know how compromised it is in the stone department, right. but it definitely need a lot of chippies. Yeah. A lot of oak. Didn't they grow an entire forest to build that church? Someone said they planted a forest, grew the forest, cut the forest down and used it for the roof. Yeah, actually that makes sense because it would have taken, what, 200 years to build? Yeah, isn't that amazing to think things took that long to build? So you could get some significant wood by then. Yeah. Amazing but, thought process. But back to my Go Fitzroy Terrace house, which is exactly the same thing, Fitzroy Terrace house. So the, they're looking at maybe making this a, a, a time in history rather than when the church got a new roof and the great forest roof was replaced with the Pinus Radiata <laughs> roof, right? Maybe but they corrugated on. But, but they are talking about <laughs> making it... Modern, like doing something completely really different. big arguments going on wow. around the track. Do you know what's going to be great in a minute, um, Bob? What you'll, you'll be amazed. He, Derek's going to deftly bring this back as a segue. He's going to segue from the burnt roof to child rearing. Did you he push your it. son into being a stonemason? <laughs> yeah. No, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't, um, that was another thing, you know, I go to pick the kids up and every motherfucking parent had the fastest runner, the best math student. You know, genius kids. Right. You couldn't throw a stick in ball in North without hitting a genius kid. <laughs> and I'd be standing there and they'd go, well, how's Charlie going? So, he's pretty rubbish, actually. <laughs> he's not enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, he hates maths, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And they'd be going, you're such a bad parent. Yeah. And I'm saying, no, I'm just telling it how well, it is. Well, they said that. Well, they're thinking that. They, they're judging they, they me. I know what you're suggest, thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you might, yeah. Masonry. So- how did you kind well, of... When Charlie left school, <clears throat> mind you, I must say that towards the end, he really, we got him some tutoring. At, from, and amazing, really, from someone that was no good at maths mm. to doing really good maths was quite impressive. I remember I was sitting in the office one day. I can't remember how old he was. Uh, probably 15, something like that. And he walked in with his maths homework mm. and he handed it to me. Mm. And he said, Dad, can you... Uh, have a quick squiz at this and tell me what oh, you think. And I'm terrified I was, of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at it and he just, his hand came out gently and just grabbed it and said, you've no idea what you're looking at, have you? He <laughs> <laughs> just took it back. <laughs> Thank God. Did you go, no, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. <clears throat> can't, yeah. can't cover up. I'm terrified of the having to help with the homework. Don't. No, don't. Just no, don't. because you're just going to get in the way. True. Well, I can encourage from the side. Well, you're going to say, what? Your teacher's got it all wrong, mate. It's actually, <laughs> this is the answer. Yeah. Just make it up. Yeah. <laughs> but so did he start doing stuff with you? Charlie was not the best student. Yep. He came good at the end. Yeah. But then, what is it? Loose, ha- um, em- loose hands or empty hands? Loose lips sink ships? No. <laughs> empty hands are the devil's work or yeah. something. Yeah, devil's playground. Idle hands. Idle hands. Busy devil's. Yeah, yeah. So we know what we're trying to say. <laughs> Saves nine. <laughs> yes, that's the one. So I knew that I had to find him something to do. Yeah. And why not? At what age? 
Otherwise, he'll start picking mushrooms or something. That's right. We're we talking when he was Wait, 14 or blue, Charlie. 20, 14. How old was he? Uh, just left school. Right. So he was 18. 18. He wasn't a man. Yeah. He was a man. And but he was obviously, you're not everyone's going to be able to say, here's what I think you should do. Like, how did you put that across to him? I told him. He'll do what he, dad says? No, no, no. I, he's cool. He listens. If he yeah. thinks. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. A kid that listens. It. No, they all listen. They all listen. Fuck you know what hell. they say, Dan. You get the kids you deserve. <laughs> um, yeah. He didn't have any options, and he knows that. So he's he's very good at rational thinking. They all are. All three of them are amazing. Yeah. So if you put the plan in front of them and yeah. say, at the moment, this is probably your best option. Um, they nine times out of ten they'll go. You know what? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Let's do it. So I begged my old boss, James, to give him an apprenticeship. And funnily enough, it went really badly. It went really badly. Yeah. It would take him a while to get in. I can only imagine. It. We're talking only right now, like three years ago or something. Four years ago. Four, yeah, three or four, four years ago. Yeah. So that's right now. So that's how we imagine kids to be, you know, like millennials, self-centred, looking at their phone all day. How the hell do you get a an 18-year-old to go and – Chip Stone, he must be a legendary kind of guy. Was he a physical, already uh, a physical kind yeah. of active guy? Yeah. he Ever since he was a kid, he wanted to be a soldier. Right. Like, when I say kid, like tiny. Yeah. Wow. And so he was, like, crawling around the garden in giddy suits, digging tunnels. <laughs> and uh, he broke his knee motocrossing. Right. So he couldn't get into the ADF. So he was he was heading that way? Yeah, we went, took him there for an interview. Was that another father-son thing? Did you teach him that? Um, it, like, I've got friends, like, oh, fucking how could you do it to your son, you know? Hmm. You fascist soldiers. Take him to do what? Hmm? Take him to What's the ADF? military. <clears throat> Army. Army. Oh, sorry, I, I thought fact, ADF probably, might have been the, no, you the championship motocross. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> sorry. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah. And uh, so, no, I took him for the interview in, yeah. in the city right. and didn't get in because of his uh, knee damage. You can get him his shoulder, but... Not knees, obviously, because okay. you've got to walk on your knees. You can't run. You can't get away. No. March well, up no, and down you the square. He got, a, yeah. he got ACL reconstruction and stuff. Oh, okay. But if you're in the army and it happens, then they'll, that's okay. Yeah. But they don't want to take the risk. Yeah, uh, sure. And so everyone's giving me grief about how immoral it is to let your child go into the army. But until you meet the and fucking have spoken to someone like again. Charlie, yeah. Yeah. who was born to be a soldier, it's really weird. Yeah. And he trained every day towards it. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. But like excessive training. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. But th- so that's why. Yeah. You know, that, that's why his options were narrowed. I know two soldiers. You do? I do. And they're both two of my favourite people ever. Um, lovely guys. Brothers. Went to, you know, pretty senior now. Went to uh, the first, when they went to Timor. They fell in love with the Timorese people, uh, put on concerts. Just Hearts and minds soldiering rather than American going there and shoot the shit out of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The military do awesome. a lot of work. Yeah, there, there's some stuff that, I mean, it's not all invasion for commerce. It's, it's, also, mainly it's also not the soldier's decision, it's ours, the voters. Well. Um, you go to work. But it's that old-fashioned thing, you know, yeah. like us weird, flaky dudes, right? You go to work every day for a whole career. You bring home the money. Your wife has three kids, and you're not finding it stressful. Oh, it was stressful. I mean, when Charlie was born. Modern. It's the modern times. What do you mean? You brought up the kids in modern times. We're not talking about the 1950s or anything like that. So you, well, you would have been a modern father. You weren't just going... You just sit in your couch and go, get me my slippers. Oh, right. I've done my work for the day. Yeah, try that with Karen. See how you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have been timeless if I'd said that. He's all now. Yeah, where's my dinner? Get my slippers. Wow. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. a full day's work of – it's a pretty old-fashioned type of work, classic physical work. Do you think that helps with the stress in some way? No, you go, I, I've done all I can, sort of thing. No, I must um, be giving you the wrong message. I think it, it's hugely stressful, but it's not 
it's not undoable because you you know we weren't thrown up any sort of curveballs or anything. Mind you, having said that, we uh, I, I didn't plan it particularly well when Charlie was born because I thought <clears throat> got a new baby, stressful time. How can we make this more stressful? We'll move to Somerset and buy a house and we'll restore it. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> and live yeah. in a caravan. <laughs> So in hindsight, were you on Grand Design by chance? <laughs> no. oh. Grand fuck up, more like. <laughs> mm. No. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 hard work. That was pretty yeah. hectic. The kids were always at when I had the carving workshop in England. They were always there. Ah, right. But they were much younger because all the kids were born in England. Yeah. So I've got a Cockney, a Wurzel, <laughs> and an Essex girl. What's a Wurzel? Wurzel's West Country. Is that like a scarecrow that? that... Can be. Have they if all got want. the thick accents played, played in each place? Played by John Pertwee. No, no, <laughs> thank God. That would be great, wouldn't it? <clears throat> each kid's got a different, you yeah. know, extreme accent. Go and ask the Wurzel. Yeah. <laughs> what well, a Cockney said. <laughs> the Cockney's selling VHS recorders to the Wurzel yeah. from the back of a shed. Well, yeah. You know, you, you said earlier about going over there to restore a house when you've got little kids and stuff, and, and we've done a similar thing where we, we've, we, we've, like, the first kid, we bought a new house and we went over, went to the US for like six months to work and did all these things that are meant to be high stress things. And we've done a similar thing with the second one. I don't know why, but did, is, did you just not anticipate that being a really stupid idea? Stupid idea. <laughs> yeah. No, in hindsight, you wouldn't do it. No. But then, but then in hindsight, my my dad had left when I was quite young. And my mum was hopeless. She was right. like a, she did her best, but she was a bit drunk. Right. So uh, we would sort of, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> you know? mm. And you don't know when you're relatively young. I mean, we weren't young, young. And yeah. so it seemed great. The place was beautiful. Yeah. And, um, but if, if you go back, you'd Do you say regret no. it? Do you regret it? Regret like, it. Did it make it? Did it bond you or make you decide to go to Australia or anything like that? No, it was Karen's decision to come here. Uh, I don't. It didn't unbond us. We were already bonded. We were best mates. Yeah, yeah, that helps. Yeah. So we've had a bit of a. I'm trying to get a, a theme, a thread going through, and it seems to be easy to do. And that is, big decisions in life. Do you do them for the kids? Like Dan's dad was on last week, telling us about a couple of weeks ago, telling us about how they deliberately moved. To the country because the, you know, mostly because that would be a good experience for the boys to yeah grow I, up with nature and a, a bit, that yeah. kind of late sixties kind of vibe. You could yeah. do that seventies, but I don't think you can ever do it with the knowledge that it's going to work. But no. is that why you went to the country in the house? You go right. I'm not bringing the kids up in fucking London, sort of thing. Sorry about the accent. The, uh, no, it just took me straight back. To <laughs> <laughs> fucking spot on. Spot on <laughs> Sorry about the swearing then. <laughs> Well, they call us Cunt London <laughs> in uh, the local counties. It, really? When you start going west, yeah. It's like, are you one of the Cunt Londons? Because <laughs> we just use the C word all the time. It's yeah, right. Very, you know, it's yeah. in high use. In high, high rotation. I think yeah. it's really picking up in Australia. Really, is. <laughs> it's a popular yes. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apologies to the Not American on my watch, listeners. Cunt. It was a thing on Live <laughs> League. Did you see? This is a detective giving an interview in front of a bush. Have you seen it? No, and he's he's a detective. He's middle aged, and they, and it's called Australia, not on my watch, cunt. Right? <laughs> and, and he's just going, well, blah 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 blah, and you hear this fracas behind the bush, and it's in a police station or a courtroom, and one of the the this guys, is real. Is, yeah, this is real and lively, oh. and he's just left the court, and then he starts bombing off, and he's running towards the hedge, which you can't see, um, <clears throat> and the cops are chasing him, and then well, the hang guy on, what's bombing off. Running. running. All right, okay. And, and the detective that's being interviewed just stops and runs towards this crim yeah. and just takes him down <laughs> and then just puts him in some kind of hideous lock and then the coppers come and cuff him and then carries on like nothing's happened. Just back to the interview. Yeah, yeah. And all his head's cut <laughs> and he thinks he's got a nosebleed. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, where is it on the, YouTube? Where did the, on Live Leak. Where did the Live name come Leak. from then? Did he say it? Sorry? Not on my watch. Was that just... No, that, that was just the title. Oh, which so I, just yeah, okay. brilliant. I mean, I, I've struggled with <laughs> having a place. You know, I've always found... This is why I've sent off the DNA 
um, ancestry DNA to see where, oh. where I come from. <clears throat> oh, mm. please come back and tell us all. Oh, about I, that. I will do. It might be funny if it was Australia. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it's not uncommon. I don't know if it's un, uh, familiar for a lot of people that emigrate here. Is that you? You don't feel a sense of belonging. Yeah. But one of the things that made me feel very proud to be Australian was the sketch where the uh, the young guy punches the kangaroo. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> when the boys are in the ute. Oh, is it and, killing his dog? Yeah, and he goes, the roo's got your dog in a fucking headlock. <laughs> Remember? No. And he jumps out the back of the ute. <laughs> and he's, he gets his dog free. And the, the roo's got him in a proper choke. It looked like a bloke dressed and up as a kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he's oh. got it like this, and he's choking the dog. Yeah. So he's going to let go of the fucking dog, he can't. Like, and the roo's let go, and he's squared up to him, he's going, bam! Like, and he gives this roo a hook, and he just jumped back in the And I thought, that can only happen in one place in the world. Oh, yeah. That is for sure. Yeah. That's a great reason to emigrate. We've all got our reasons. Yep. It's <laughs> got your dog in a headlock, mate. Yeah. Outrageous. I remember watching Chopper for the first time, the movie Chopper. Yeah. And, and Eric Banner. Eric Banner. And, and the dialogue in that movie is like, is so funny and so Australian. And, and I remember watching it and having this weird thing where they're kind of, they're really rough bogans, but being so proud. And, and like, there's that line where he goes, like, Keithy, he's just stabbed Keithy George yeah, yeah. and he's trying to give him a cigarette. And, <laughs> Calm and, down. and he's, he's going, oh, you're right, Keith, you're right. And he goes, um, you're an idiot or something. And he goes, oh, I'm not the dumb cunt what's pissing blood, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, that, that line made me go. Have you seen it? Like, it's horrible, but, but I somehow, it, it's just. We've got, you know, the one in our house that proud. comes up yeah. almost every day and it's when someone is, you know, when you say something to the kids, shout at the kids or whatever. Mm. Get and, your hand off and, it, Daryl. And, and the, the miss, <laughs> right. no, and the missus goes, what? You know, like as if you're talking to them. Yeah, That's yeah, like, yeah. You remember there's like, right, bedtime. And the woman, <laughs> and the woman goes, I'm not even tired. Yeah, that's right. What was that? That comes up oh, every shopper. day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm even, not tired. even tired. Not you, you fucking idiot. The kids. <laughs> She's on smack, isn't she? Yeah, it's like, so. it's a weird thing when you identify with any kind of, like no matter where you're from, if there's a rough element and then it usually happens when people are away from a country that they get all sentimental about the kind of. Mm. The, the well, we talked about it last. You wouldn't have heard it yet, Bob. Mm. It's not out yet. But we talked about it last week. Mm. You're going that whole notion of going back to Ireland and mm-hmm. getting that weird that that, that weird feeling. Sense of, that, yeah. and is this the, the one the with your dad? No, th- no, no, no. This is later. It hasn't been released. Yet, hasn't been. We were a couple of weeks ahead. Mm. But um, and I did that the same thing in Scotland. But I was pretty pissed most of the time. But I still got that feeling. Oh, you're trying to great. blend in. You got, yeah, no, you got not, the not sense of Scotland. In, just getting that thing going, oh, this is where I come from kind of thing. You didn't yeah. get it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, big time. I was saying it's the only but time I've... Even though I was pissed. Even though you were pissed. But then one good winter would sort you out and go, fucking hell, I'll miss Australia. No, no, it wasn't a desire to go and live there. No, no. It was just sense of land or sense of place or Country. Like I had a very yeah. strong oh, thing yeah. of that. And because I, I, just to pat, you know briefly say what it was, it was, to, to, it was the first... I didn't realise how much I felt like I shouldn't, well, not shouldn't be here, but that I don't belong here until I went to Ireland and I was free from the kind of guilt, I suppose, of how we came to be here. You know what I mean? The colonisation and the, and, and, and I, and I, well, I felt kind of indigenous there because my family are there and, and, and there was all that history and literature and Ireland. I thought if I'm actually, I'm sort of genetically from here and that just had a strong impact on me. So are you, are you implying mm. that you, you don't feel like you belong here? Well, I didn't know that until I went there. And I, oh, I think really? I think because I've got a consciousness of, as a lot of Australians do, whether it's conscious or unconscious, a sense of guilt or shame at the way Australia sort of came in and just decimated the indigenous population, and then, and and that's in relatively recent history. Mm. And I don't think any of us have really um, settled that in ourselves, um, and and. I think it was running at a much more unconscious level than I realised because it wasn't until I went to Ireland and I felt it lift sure. that I realised. But also you're not living amongst it. In, in? As in the guilt that you have by living here. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, so you've I'm, stepped away from it. Yeah. And so your consciousness is in a different place, I think. 
Yeah. Which will probably influence it somewhat. Well, the fellas yes. are just... I've just talked Well, to just by being that far away from it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And you're preoccupied with what you're doing. Yeah. But I, mean, I had, but I was there with my family, and I was, I was seeing the, the the countryside that they sort of generationally come from, and but yeah, it's all of that. Yeah, it was an interesting thing to experience, anyway. Yeah. And you were saying something before about identity, and uh, or you were about to talk about that because you you were saying you were going to find out your ancestry. Yeah, yeah. Are your kids going to go back? Do you think back to England with that? <laughs> they're like me, I guess. Me. When I was six or something, I came here. Well, it's funny, they always talked about going back mm. ever since they were young. Mm. But Martha, who's the middle child, yep. they they used to go back every couple of years with mum. Um, I never went because I never really wanted to go back in the winter because it's a pretty grotty place. Yeah, sure. Dark and cold and wet. <clears throat> and uh, so she'd go on these trips with the kids. And the last time I went, Martha realised that she never wants to go back there. Yeah, right. Because it's like, wow. it's just different. Australia's really chilled. But that's the thing about being up the modern era. There's no way I was going to go back. I didn't go back till I was 27 at all. There was no going back with mum. Mm. You know, we, we immigrate in the 1971. It was so expensive. There's no, yeah, there's no way. That's you, you, you travel that way to immigrate or you're posh. That was it. Now it's a bit looser, isn't it? Oh, man. You couldn't even talk to grandma on the phone. You got about three seconds before your old man yep. would snatch the phone off you and put it, <laughs> poke it in the face of the next kid. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, hi, grandma, here you go. That's enough for you. That was $10, that whore. And it really was. Yeah, it was 10 that. bucks for a couple of minutes. <laughs> no chit-chat. Yeah. yeah. So so you reckon the Martha's cured of the that home feeling? Yeah. Charlie's got it bad. Yeah. Charlie's uh, wants to go back to Europe. He's done done extensive travel as well. But if he's a stonemason, you can imagine he would benefit from. Yeah, he can. But two things happened when I moved over here work-wise. I worked half as much and got paid twice as much. That's not too bad. It's not bad. But if you go back to England or Europe, it's it's not a very well-paid trade. Oh, okay. Trades aren't really. Not even in Germany where they wear the funny funny clothes. Oh. Tell me about that. You were what, telling what me something. Lederhosen. No, not Lederhosen. Uh, Journeyman. The Mexican bands. Oh, mariachi bands. Oh, mariachi, mariachi yeah. bands. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Journeyman. Check them out. What, what is Google the Journeyman? I, I came in halfway through that. With point. a trade, there's the, in the old-fashioned days, there's, in all the trades, there's different levels. Right. You know, like, like ranks, isn't there? Yeah, so when you finish your apprenticeship, you become a journeyman. So you, you travel around. Oh, so that's quite the beginning. Yeah, oh, okay. so people put you up. An intern kind of like. It's not necessarily strictly your own trade. I think you can go and do other stuff with other people. And I think as Germans, you're obliged to take them in. Hmm. I mean, obviously there are people that say no, but it's always... It's sort of a transient tradesman. Yeah. But do you have to take them in and set them to work? I don't know. I think you're just obliged to help them out in any way you can. Hmm. So the like, so the whole community. I like that idea. The whole community. It's very community driven. Is, I think you've it's got Germany. to feed the tradies because yeah. the apprentices because they've got fuck mm. all money. Mm. Yeah, right. No, that's pretty good. And then you do your journeyman. You learn about the world, and then what's next? It's up to you. No, but what's the next rank? Uh, master. Straight to master. No, you could. You've got to work for a while. Then you can do your mastership, which is uh, structural engineering. Um, Basically, the science behind building. Yeah, this is in um, the stonemasonry. Yeah, yep. So that's why they were called master masons in the early days because they were the architects, mm. the structural engineers. Ah, oh, okay. So, so they, they weren't d- actually stonemasons. Well, some were. They were more pen, yeah, but pen pushers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of uh, trial and error. A lot of cathedrals fell down. How fuck you know, How really? young did they start? Oh, we're nearly finished. Oh no! <laughs> no, can you? Make, I can see them just, just put the roof there. on, just like the stick. That all that vaulting and shit is. There's it's magical hoodoo in in all that, isn't there? Yeah, Keep, true. Making it all stand up. Hmm. Tons and hundreds of tons of shit, just magically sitting there. Oh, I never thought of it like that. I, I won't be going in there anymore. No, it's come right. down on I, Yeah, I had a look at it. Should be going in there anyway. No. Are you religious? No. Well, there you go. I, no, went, no. I went to, uh, I thought one, 
And I don't brag about the clever things I say very often because I don't <laughs> say clever things very often. You right? do. You rehash them for days. Right. Well, I'm rehashing one. I was like, <laughs> when you, at the beginning of Facebook, you got to say there was one choice, religious views. Instead of what religion are you, the, you oh. when you put in your uh, religious views and I went, Oh, Definitely Sacre Coeur. Here's an essay. No, Sacre oh, Coeur, right. the best religious view in town. You oh, yes. <laughs> Everybody giggle out there. Thank you. Yeah, that's much. a dad joke. Finally, right no one ever commented it all those years of face. How, how's your dad jokes going, by the way? Dad jokes, they would be awesome if I could remember anything, which yeah. is another, like like I said earlier, with the, the issues that I have mentally, there's no number recall right. and no memory, which is obviously the same thing, so... Mm. But what about like just your take on things? Say you're driving around with the kids, you see something yeah, that's yeah. a bad pun, or do you find that well, we were sort of suggesting that there might be some kind of genetic thing that that or a switch that's tripped that allows you to say really unforgivable jokes, as in <laughs> bad jokes, not yeah. Jokes. No, there's been a few. Yeah, and you know, it's some of them are hilarious. <laughs> I think. Yeah, exactly. Do, that's you, do, do people groan? Yeah. Well, then they're hilarious. Then. Yeah, they must be. My yeah. favourite one was like, I've told you a million times, don't exaggerate. And oh, then yeah. the, the day came and, Dad, you've actually told us a million times now. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. funny. <laughs> they bring out the notebook and go, right, <laughs> finally. There it is. That's the million. Yeah. Now you can dad shut the F up. Yeah. I remember we were coming out of, uh, the kids were really small and we were coming out of Williamstown. Is that the one by the hut? By the mm, beach, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'd gone down to see the boats, having ice cream and stuff. And the kids were really good. They're always good. And um, you know those meat lorries, the ones that look like bins, and they've got all the all the butcher's stuff in. Oh it. yeah, 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 yeah. White plastic. Well, no, no. This is a truck. Oh yeah, it's like a skip is it for all the, the dog cars, all, all the dog bars, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh. So one's like driving past us, and it had rib cage hanging out. Oh yeah, that's like right. limbs and shit, you know. Yeah. And I looked over and I looked in the mirror in the car, and I said, "Listen, kids, see that truck over there? That's where the naughty kids go." Only <laughs> 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 went quiet in the car. By the time we got into town, Genius. one of them said, "Dad." <laughs> Is that really where they go? <laughs> so you got to. We were talking a couple it's of weeks ago. It's the Knackers truck, isn't it? We were talking so a couple of weeks like ago how how you just have to be careful what you like. You can make little jokes like that, but out of three kids, there'll be one that yeah, yeah. might hang on to it till they're forty or something like that. And then My, yeah. finally in therapy, they find out that they've always you know had a shit life because they've always yeah. thought that it comes they back. butcher kids. But you don't hear about it. Yeah. Oh, you don't. Much later. Right. I mean, Martha was. Again, very small, probably. She was in primary school and she was in the bathroom and she was she had an earbud in her ear. She's going, Dad, why does this feel so nice? <laughs> oh, no. Instantly, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Instantly. Oh, that's because it's an eargasm. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> all, kids, all her mates, she's going like, do you know why that, you know, it's called the eargasm. And, of course, the teacher heard about it. And, oh, uh, no. Martha, we shouldn't be saying these things. It doesn't occur to you. I thought it was quite innocent, really. Yeah, but it wasn't. You got to be careful because yeah. I know. I know. First, I got the heads up because the kids would come home with some crazy bullshit truths about stuff, not just sex stuff, but all kinds of stuff. They and, and they say, "Dad, did you know?" And you go, <laughs> "Oh, Jesus! What do you say?" You can't laugh. You can go, "All right, well, there's something you need to be really careful of." You know that game? I don't know what they call it now. Uh, Chinese whispers, but they probably changed it now to mm. whispering to someone and going around in a circle and it's <laughs> yeah. different at the end because it's probably the <laughs> yeah. new name, right? I'm with you. So yeah. Chinese whispers, and I said, it's a bit like that. So if a, if their parents have told them something important and they've interpreted it how they can and then they've come to school and told you, they don't have the skills of telling you. Mm. So that's where it weakens no one's lying no. and no one's wrong they're just they just don't have that skill that their parents had when they're giving you that information so you're only getting a a funny idea of it and that's why you think that <laughs> that'll <laughs> hold them off not, for a while Derek but you're wrong it's <clears throat> not true do you know yeah. Sammy's been doing this thing like like for a while now he's been going 
Um, he, and they went, oh, don't say that. And I was like, oh, no. No, you See, they've empowered it, it yeah. now. But it's finally got to the point where we had to have the talk with him about what it <clears> – <throat> and say, look, you can't say fuck it or fuck you to any <laughs> just anybody. Those are the sort of words you've you got to say. never say it outside the house or in front of anyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've done that. I I went, just, oh, no, hang on. That's hard. Well, I just <laughs> said, look, these are, these are rude words and some people get upset about yeah. them and they get offended and they're just words. You're not going to go to prison or anything, but you just want to be careful where you say them because mm. blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Do you know what I did? Because it got to that point. Yeah. yeah. I, I like oh. the way you say that you don't say you can't use it. No. Only use it on certain people. <laughs> yeah, and only if he's a real fucking <laughs> asshole. Only if he's yeah. a real cunt can you use that <laughs> word. <laughs> well, I swear all the time around the house. I mean, That's I try problem. not to, but it, I also don't. I feel like it's not that important. As long as he's old enough to know when and where. When they're older, the older they get, the easier it is because they make they understand stuff. Yeah. And it, but it's about what you make them understand is right. the key. Yeah. I My technique could be wrong. We're going to find out. But I... Said to Tommy, because of course you you swear, and it's like those plastic parrots you used to get in the two dollars shop. Yeah, when you say something and they say it back to you mm. in the car, if you swear in traffic, oh, no. you've got two little voices going blah, 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 exactly what you said over and over and over again, and you go, "All right, that's enough. You've had your fun. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't tell mum." Like when we were at breakfast. But I said okay. to Tom, I said to Tommy, "Now listen, swearing, it's addictive, so you do it." <laughs> You're, you're a fucking. You're a, like, what, what are you doing no, with is, these it children? Is, it is. They yeah. get okay. they get used to it, and then the more you do it, it's like me. Like if I swear at work, mm. and then the kids are at work with me one day, they're going to hear it all because it, you can't. It's it's habit forming, right? Not a okay, sure, right. Sure. It's a habit forming yeah. thing, right? So what you're doing is if you if you if you try and control when you do it, you're like you don't force yourself to do it because you think you can get away with it, and you're trying to make an effect then it won't carry on and you won't accidentally do it because it, here's what's going to happen. You're, you swear, a kid gets caught swearing at home, they go, oh, well, Tom taught me that word or, or, or Tom swears all the time, like you just did because that was right on the back of him going, well, blah, blah, does yeah, it? Yeah. Billy at school, he swears all the time, 10 times as much as me. I'm going, yeah. So what happens? Think about Billy. If you have a party or I'm going to take you guys to – Archery attack or whatever. I'm going to go. I don't want Billy to come because he's a sweary, right? He's a sweary. So, <laughs> so, so what's going to happen? Is like- this is what happens. I said to him, "If you swear, the parents won't let you go to parties. You'll miss out. The bottom line is you'll miss, miss out, out on cake. You're going to miss out on fucking socialism. Socialism. You're going to miss <laughs> out on social interaction, and you're going to miss out on parties. And you're going to miss out on good times, and you're going to miss out on cake." Because you're going to be a kid that the parents go, how about you cull Tom off the list because he's fucking sweary. <laughs> he's a fucking swear bear, right? So I, and yeah, he, well, that's, he that's took that on board yeah. and I think he considers yeah. sure. when and when he doesn't swear. But he certainly gets on top of it when he gets the chance. I think you shouldn't sure. underestimate what they know either. Yeah. yeah. They know a lot more than they, yeah. oh, than they let on. I don't know. We were talking about this. This is another thing we like parenthood. I was saying to Derek not long ago, that parenthood's great and you get stuck in the moment and you're like it's a reverse time machine. Mm, it's 23 yeah. years down the track. When you're in it, it feels like slow motion. Yes. Mm. But then when you pop out the other end. Is that where you are? Yeah. It's yeah. like, where the fuck did that go? Yeah. That was so quick. But you, you're talking as if the job's done. And what but, do all old people say? What does your old man say? You know, they always say. Always a parent. You're always a parent. Until the day you die. Mm. Yeah. But that takes on a different, you know, dad or grandparent. Can you lend me some money? Mm. I haven't spoken to you for two years. 
have. <laughs> well, that's how we imagine. That's how I imagine it as well. They're just going to. We don't imagine it because we've all be done a it. Bank resort. <laughs> Dad, yeah, exactly. Dad, there's these bikers. <laughs> yeah. I need cash. Yeah, they're going to kill me. But so, so day. where where we're at now, Bob? Your your kids are all grown. You, your your eighteen year old, right? That's it. So this is fairly recent of going right. She's finished school. Yeah, but I got and my. That's it. No, it's not it. Are they all, all? Are any of them still at home? Two of them. Yeah, right. The two girls. <clears throat> but what happened? You, you're not okay with this, but I got my industry pension like uh, I don't know, three months ago, yeah. more five months. Right. So I said I'm off. I've got to go away because I've been in Melbourne for 18 years. Haven't been yeah. anywhere except Broome. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm off to Mexico. Ah. And so uh, Karen said, how long are you going to go for? And I said, I don't know. And so that obviously wasn't fair of me to say that. So since then, it's all changed. We've sold the house and we're separating. Right. Yeah. Wow. So the girls are moving in with mum around the corner. Charlie's already living in Johnson Street with his girlfriend. Opposite Tankerville. Oh, oh God. my God! Busy nights in the Spanish I've spent sector. Spent a lot of time in it. He's in the yeah. Oh, he said every oh, night oh. it's going off, mate. And oh. it's twenty four hours. I, yeah. I, I used to. But be it might not be like a morning when they yeah. built it. Number one, it was a disgrace because it was Melbourne's home of jazz. Was the it? Tankerville Arms was Melbourne's home of jazz. Sorry, that's win win, isn't it? <laughs> Don't be like that. Get so, rid of jazz and a pub. No, but it was pokies had just come in as well. So it was just this disgusting oh, yeah, poke. And they put shit. a pool table in that had glowing fluorescent neon lights under the cushions kind of thing. And it was all just wow. it was no, hair I raising. I was only interested in But they closed in the, the club down at re- relatively the same time. So we still, you weren't upset about the jazz? We still <laughs> went there. <and> no one <laughs> cared. Fuck the jazz. 24 hour drinking, yes. Go on, Derek. Sorry, we talked about the jazz. But it was a messy, it was a disgusting yeah. place, but it didn't stop us from using it as an I'm just glad I don't live across the road from it. Yeah. Yeah. So Charlie said that the saddest thing he'd ever seen was that they were just having a drink, him and his girlfriend, and uh, this little kid had been hanging outside for ages, a tiny kid, mm. and somebody came out and was obviously just banged up, <clears> and the little kid goes, have you seen my mum and dad? <laughs> and this crackhead's just telling him, no, man, you know... I think they'll be out soon. Uh, they're in there playing the pokies, probably. Yeah, what drinking else? and playing. Oh, but so, hang on. So you just you're you're going to go to Mexico, sort of indefinitely. I don't know. I just got to go. I just got to go and travel. Do you yeah. feel some like? Feels to me like you had the family early, but you, Dan reckons you didn't. No. Thirty-five. Oh no, I just the older one. Thirty-five or the younger one's eighteen. Oh no, I didn't realise the other ones were older. Mm. Yeah. So. Are you going to relive something you never got a chance to do, or is it just if like I haven't done well, it, I've I achieved this? It, I've worked I? hard. No, I've worked Crazy hard. <laughs> I've worked hard. the The kids are grown. I've got to go and do this, or it's not fair. Is that the feeling? Or no, it's like... it sounds a bit sorry for myself. No, it's just that I haven't oh. been anywhere, and I love travelling. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> well, since I've been here, yeah, yeah, we used to travel a lot. Yeah, when we were younger. Okay. And um, when you get to, like, middle age, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And you think, and physically... Glad you call it a light. Yeah. <laughs> stay away from the light. But, yeah. but we're you, fucked. You, we're not going to be having that. Yeah, that's... By the time our kids are grown, we'll be proper decrepit. We'll be well, lucky to get on a know. cruise. Well, look at my dad. <laughs> I've got plans. My dad is, like, uh, 82. Yeah. And he was his wife's primary carer. And she died, I don't know, two years ago. So it was his time. We talked about him because I've got two half-brothers. One lives in Spain and one lives here in the same block as my dad. And there was always talk about, oh, my sister, my surviving sister lives in London still. And uh, so he was going to stay in London, buy a flat in Spain and do this thing, you know, where you're always in the sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Like after Orette died, his wife, within a month he had a stroke. Yeah. Mm. And... Not a major, like, there are no non-major ones. Yeah, but yeah. he recovered from it. But now, you just think, what's your quality of hol- holiday now, you know, when you're that old? 
Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Do yeah. it. So you're like, I, it's it's that sort of stuff that made you come to this realization. You reckon? Thinking about all that and wanting to make sure you get out and do stuff before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because you know, you just get older. You, it's. I mean, some people are blessed. You know, you'd see some older people and they're just fine. Yeah. They're like wrinkly 30-year-olds. Mm. Uh, but I'm not one of those people. So I think I've got to do it now soon. Yeah. So how does that affect, like, okay, so if you'd have kept travelling all through at, at the expense of the kids had to go to a lesser school and they didn't get an iPad because Dad nicks off and goes travelling around Asia and stuff, and uh, that didn't happen. So you were there. You were the literally, quite literally, a rock. Right, <laughs> right. And, <laughs> so, <laughs> working. They're not rocks. all that good, but yeah. but 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 but. So how? What's the feedback from the kids? Oh, it's bad. Of dad fucking disappearing to Mexico. Do mm. they think? Are they worried about you? No, not worried. Angry. Right. Because what? Is that more because of the breakup? Do you think? Or? Uh, it's some of that, yeah. Yeah. It's not acrimonious. It's fine. It's right. you know, we've been together thirty-five years. Um, we just want different things, different people. Sure. I still love Molly. She's an awesome woman. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Martha in particular, who's quite like me, quite fiery. Yeah. She's angry. Mm. And yeah. I can understand it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, and also, I think I must be on some form of spectrum. You know, when somebody asks you a question, and it's a leading question, but you actually only think about the actual question. Yeah. And yeah. don't <laughs> worry about the ramifications. What about... About what you're going to say, yeah, yeah. and she said, "Are you going to be lonely?" Uh, and I said, "No." And I think what she meant was, "Are you going to miss me?" Yeah, yes. and of course I'm going to miss uh, her. So you're meant to say yes. Yeah, but, but I, pe- people ask these questions that aren't quite. And I'm sure she's asked, "Am I going to miss her?" And I probably said, "No." Yeah, yeah, but I am. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I don't think about these things. I think there used to be a thing with American movies, you know, when you grow up with without serious, you know, TV quality fatherly affection. There were so many movies about people uh, really focusing on, you know, that last, last minute, oh, no, I need to say something at the very last minute. I need to get this out and rah, rah, rah. It used to really anger me because I felt that you just, you, you know stuff anyway. It's not about the just saying, oh, I didn't get to say I love them when I dropped them off at school before I... Oh, you know, live your life. Before live the, your life. the tornado hit or whatever, right? Live today like it's your last day. No, but, but, but I think they already know. You know what I mean? They yeah. already know. Well, yeah. So too much focus on those little words, you know, those little words when she, you know, she might ask you if I miss you and you might say no, but everyone knows you will. Yeah. Otherwise you wouldn't have... Been hanging out for the last eighteen years, mm. but I, we would have gone on those holidays, yeah, if we could have. We weren't. We're not skin, yeah. but we're very. We're not rich. Do you know what I mean? These guys that just, oh, we're going to Europe for a skiing holiday with the kids. Like, fucking great, nice. But uh, yeah, I, not I don't think we've ever done that. We, we've gone for work. <laughs> we've dragged the kids around for touring and. Yeah, but oh, yeah. we talked about a couple of weeks ago road trips and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. And that's the classic. Did you go on some classic Aussie road trips, Bob? <laughs> yeah. It was like, how's that? Trip, Best way trip, to assume. Road trip, road trip. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes. We, Karen worked with this woman and she said, oh, you've got to go to Mildura. Who's Karen? Molly. Right, okay. Sorry. Thanks. Karen Amanda Molly. That's right. her name. Right. We were working at a courier company in Mayfair in London and everyone was calling her Karen. And then Digger, a friend of ours, Found out she was called Molly. He goes, what, what the fuck's Molly? He goes, that's my name. He said, well, why aren't we calling you Molly? Karen's shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's oh, called God. Molly from that day on. Right. Anyway, so this colleague of Karen's, Molly, said, oh, you've got to go to Mildura. It's brilliant. We go to this, what's that camp? Four, four camps or something? It's a, it, it's a camping place and it's franchise. Damn. Oh, okay. All over the place. Oh, four seasons. Four old. seasons, yeah, 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 something like that. So we went there and it was like road trip, road trip, and bless my kids, freaking brilliant in a car. And it just went, it was relentless. <laughs> it's a shit drive. Yes. You yeah. cannot punch that, it That's turf. one of the worst drives ever. It Nordura. is fucking horrible, it's right? It's well known. And then we got there <laughs> and it was about 48 degrees. Yeah. And 
we, where can to we get camp? a tour and, of the berry juicing factory? No. That's what we did in the 70s. was terrible. We, uh, we got this corner of a block that looked like it had grass on it once and now it's dust, a dust bowl made yeah, of yeah. concrete. Yeah. And so we got this massive tent out, this really cool tent I bought for camping. And I'm trying to get these fucking pegs in. And I'm smashing away with this hammer and these super-duper pegs, trying to drive it through this. I don't know what it was. Kids are running around. They're having a laugh. And sweating me ring off. And then this old dude <laughs> turns up in a, a trailer tent thing and goes, clip, clip, boing, both yes. ends flap out. And he's got the kettle on. And I'm still driving <laughs> this. And I've been there for half an hour already, maybe 45 minutes. And he's already, the kettle's starting to whistle. I thought, what am I doing, man? And then we went to... Uh, <laughs> the uh, shopping centre and Phoebe wanted to look after the keys so the, the kids are running under the clothes you know playing and that so we left the shopping centre just as it was shutting alright who's got the keys oh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh, Phoebe you had the keys didn't you oh uh, yeah they're, they're on the hangar <laughs> oh no so we went back to Kmart wherever it was and they said no man you can't come in you could come back tomorrow oh. so then we oh it was funny Chaos. Mildura, it's not a good place for me, I'm afraid. <laughs> so you don't need to go skiing in the fucking Alps. You can don't have adventure you anywhere. Can have a, you can have a bickering, a five-hour bicker. No, we won't bicker. You don't bicker? No, bicker. Uh, oh, fought, my brother and I, like, we'd go on these Queensland holidays and we'd just Drive. try to kill each other in the back seat while yeah. Dad drove. And Dad has fond memories of it, as all <laughs> parents tend to have fond memories of it. No, man. And it, but, but we were, he was, yeah. A shit drive is a shit drive. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're old or young. No. But if, but if there's also high-impact fighting going on in the back as well as a sh- being bored Yeah, that's shit. more fun. Like it just... <laughs> Full contact. <laughs> Full contact. <laughs> Full contact in the back. <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker. Give me an elbow. And he was swinging around trying to fucking oh, shut yeah. us up. You Stop know. fucking hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's oh. what I remember. But, you know, there was there was fun as well. But the the other thing we, we said was that some of the worst times are now some of the things that we all love to recall. You know what I mean? So even bad tri- – like, so, so we get a lot of mileage now – Reminiscing about yeah, but that's these comedic trips mileage, that are, you, yeah. But it was it's still shit. It was shit at the time, <laughs> but now it's priceless. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, the time, yeah, Dad, yeah. when you lost, you know, lost yeah. your keys in the Kmart? I what? get a lot out of car yeah, look time. Look at this <laughs> picture in the notes, and uh, he go past the field that he thought it gave him asthma. Yeah, and he'd sort of reach across and grab this thing and put it on. And start driving through rural England with this gas mask that he bought me. Because he thought it was the, 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 the hay fever or something. Yeah, yeah. Was this was going to block it. If it can block <laughs> gas from uh, the Germans, it can block it. <laughs> so, you know, these were our road trips. They weren't fun. They were mad. Yeah. <laughs> that that's, sounds fun Your to me. Your dad's driving in it. But they're priceless later and the pain Pro- yeah. dissipates, you know. Well, if we couldn't understand. Imagine what driving we... the other way. There's yeah, a that's fucking what I'm car coming at you with a gas mask. Yeah, you yeah. think it, you just wow. turn around? Where are you going? Have I driven through the gas, or am I driving to the gas? <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't understand why we'd always get car sick with Mum, but not Dad, because she smoked. <laughs> we go to SDX. Oh, yeah. We'd have about sixty fags by the time we got there. Yeah. Do not be sick in the fucking car. Like this, <laughs> like this. and she wouldn't. For some reason, she didn't mind us not wearing seatbelts because she had this action like this to <laughs> stop us going through the windscreen. Yeah, they think you So she'd be going, she had this thing, and she thought there was an innate skill in keeping as much ash on the cigarette as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was always going in her eyes. So <laughs> and if she did this, it meant she was a race on. Because like, yeah. she used to race cars, right? Yeah. So she had this beamer. <laughs> what? Hang on. What? Your mother raced cars? Yeah, yeah. And so, like. Brands Hatch. Yeah. Classic. And so sitting at the lots, and she did that. I thought, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> In the boomer. And then if she had to brake hard, you just go like this, and you get this smash in the chest yeah. every time. My mother used to do that as well. Did she? Like only, but only, only when she like, oh, and her instinct was, in an emergency situation, was to throw the left hand out and smash you in the chest. Yeah. yeah. The same thing. Well, yeah. And you go, that's all you know, had. technically, if they was an impact, it wouldn't do anything. No, but did she nice. manage to keep the ash on her? Oh, that's so good. Siggy, did your mum smoke in the car? Yeah, we got choked. I could always get 20 bucks off my mum in the 80s and 90s. If we go, oh, mum, can Talk I have money? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Can I have 20 bucks? I saw someone. Remember was... how you used to smoke in the car? All right, all right, all right. 
Hello, yeah. <laughs> remember, remember I had asthma when I was a child? Oh, did you and we know? weren't allowed to put the windows down. Because, you know, that I do it now. It's too cold. Probably. No, you, when the kids put oh, the window the, down, suddenly everything goes boom, 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 boom in your head. You feel like you're going to lose Only c- one window. Conscious. If you open two, it's all right. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, Gets rid of it. Mm. Anyway, of so it. they wouldn't allow us to open the windows. Outrageous. We I saw someone a lot of when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. passive smoking. She should have got 20 bucks off for you, mate. <laughs> Smashing yeah. all the darts yeah, exactly. in the car for nothing. Yeah, At these rates, I made a lot of it's 30 bucks a pack now. That's what, that, that was on some show too. Like there was some woman at a table going, this guy's smoking and, 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 and she goes, um, you know I'm inhaling all your secondhand smoke. And he goes, that's all right. Just buy me a drink later. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. Just buy me a drink. That's fantastic. Well, Bob, we had a, we've been talking for... Nearly an hour and a half. Oh, really? We didn't and talk I, much about and kids. We only got about. Oh, we, I kept oh, trying there's to plenty of kids. Bring in back. There. there is plenty of kids the, stuff. My my whole thing was, oh, what's Bob's special feature? Number one, he's a wise man who's got grown children. But but the last bit at the end was the main thing for me, which was like, what's it? What's next? What now? You go on your big adventure, and then you reset and get ready for. Needy adult kids. I yeah, well, that's that was one of the things when I, when we decided to have kids, which was an easy thing. Molly was smelly from the deli, and she said, "Should we have kids one day?" I said, "Yeah." So it was easy. You know, it was never like what's smelly from the deli. <laughs> that's Molly. She works at the deli. Oh, that's Pals her name. Pipe. Yeah, that's oh, her okay. <laughs> smelly from the deli. Yeah, yeah. So when they were very young, I couldn't wait to meet them as adults. Yeah. To see yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. 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 And and like I said, you can't prepare yourself for the fact that when they get old and they leave, that there's a massive void. Yeah. That you haven't thought about as well. Yeah. yeah. That you've got to fill with like motorbike treks in Mexico and Yeah, maybe I don't know. But that's only one that's left. Yeah. But um the other two kids being women are, are, I think they'll be fine anyway. So far more adapt. And then Phoebe's at uni. She's nearly finished uni. Film and editing. And Martha's starting uni next year. RMIT fashion. Right. Technically that's uh, 100% success, isn't it, really? Uni, successful trade. They're relatively it, sane. It, it's kind of the dream, isn't it? <laughs> Some idiot convinced you to buy a house back in the day in North Baldwin. That's not bad. Yeah. That works well, well, no, that was like because English people don't buy houses at auction, we buy cars, yeah, and you get ripped off at auction. So, we had to find one that was passed in. So, we phoned dad, who's in the education system, said, Which school's good? and everyone said, North Ball, uh, <coughs> High was a very good school. So, we found a house that had been passed in, the only one, and bought that. And it's just been brilliant, yeah. I'm really proud of my kids, they're yeah. great people. That's good. Me too. That's all you can hope for. Yeah. If they're good people that you would would you like to spend time with, even if you didn't know them, sort of thing. Yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah. You, you've you've kind of reached my goals. That's good. Yeah, you're not too far behind, are you? Except I bought a tiny concrete house in in Preston. <laughs> I'd rather have lived <laughs> as in as far Preston, as the children. Honestly. Yeah. Well, there's that. I've heard. Yeah. North Bourne is just not my cup of tea. More your cup of pimps. So you're the you're the <laughs> English immigrant who sits in Australia complaining about it. Fuck it, not I'd Australia, like, but the, that place at least. Yeah, I'd like to say no, but I'm a bit guilty, yeah. Yeah, Miss, Missy's grandmother did that from the day she got here. She she married an Australian on a, on a on an accidental, accidentally married an Australian. As you do. To get out of a bind with her mother. This is no shit. Um, like, just because her mother was going to tell her off for coming home late so she she agreed to marry the hu- her husband <laughs> to not get the wrath of her mother and then found herself in Australia and um <clears throat> and she spent the whole of her life here complaining about it and complaining about the trees the trees are lovely yeah I know she said they're not they're all the same I can't remember what she was saying and there's no green for, she she hated the fact that it didn't look like England well you can't she, do the that. whole time so why she, yeah. she didn't end up in the Mount Dandenong you know, up on yeah, Sassafras right. or, or something or, or Tasmania or something But I think like it's that. that thing too of being away from a place that you didn't really want to leave in the first place and it grows in your imagination. Yeah, even my dad's more very much like that. Yeah. He, my he, Irish grandparents were like that. It was the yeah. bloody... No, I don't dislike Australia at all. I think it's no. an amazing place. It's yeah. been really good to us. Mm. Yeah. But um, half the work, double the pay. 
Can't be bad. Can't be bad. That's, that's why I was. That, that was the good thing about Broome too. Actually, anywhere regional like that pays so much more. I would have had to work. What were you doing up there? I was working in the library, public library. Show him your arm. Twenty tattoo time. Come on. Link no, it. I'll wait till after the show. Oh. Twenty twenty five hours a week was the same. I'd got paid for forty hours in Melbourne. I got, like I just worked part time, so I could. Write. Is it like Darwin? Is it that kind of wild west thing where the well, to try and keep better people. paid, so yeah, that they're trying to there. keep yeah. people out of continuity. One of my best is she taught in Alice Springs, yeah, and she got paid a fortune. Yeah. And then she comes down to Melbourne, she can't get work. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good like that. And if you like, I mean, if you like the play, I was like, I'm getting paid this much, and I've got half the, t- I've got twice as much time to to go to the beach for Christ's sake, you know. Yeah. Anyway, well, Bobsy, will you? You've already promised to come back. Yeah, if I come back. Yeah. Like, if he comes yeah, back from yeah, Mexico. Yeah. Well, before you go to Mexico, come back for another chat. When are you going? Uh, don't tell me next week. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, settlement's 90 days, so it'll probably be three months. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, we'll come back when you're all set to go. Yeah. We'll see how you feel then. All right. Find for out sure. Cheers, Good luck. Mate. All right, thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> Awesome podcast was recorded at Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Here, we provide affordable, accessible, professional podcasting production facilities to the full range of podcasters, all the way from basic studio hire right through to full season production packages. You can get us on castawaycollingwood at gmail.com or just look up Castaway Studios on all the social medias.